Hey, hey, weekly rundown back at you. And it is February, first week of February 2022. You know what that means? It is between the conference championships and the Super Bowl. So, of course, we're going to talk Super Bowl, but uh, the Pro Bowl's on right this moment as we speak. Are you uh, glued to your TV? Yeah, man. You're uh, pretty fortunate to pry me off of uh, watching that right now, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do the pod with you. You know, it's the, the precedent, you know, it's, it's high priority, high priority. Uh, I had to tell my kids to, uh, you know, find something else to do, go play in traffic or something, right? But it's, uh, I've got a podcast to do. I mean, first That's things right. first. Uh, you know, the NBA trade line, uh, trade line, the NBA trade, line, trade yeah. the trade deadline is quickly approaching. Just a few more days. I think it's Thursday, and so we should see some moves. We just had had one today, and uh, nothing, nothing too big has has gone down so far. But we'll talk about that and see, uh, and we'll 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 guess at uh, any that might be coming down the pike there. And you know what? Yeah. It's an Olympics year. Winter Olympics, anyway, and uh, those are always fun. I, I I enjoy the summer and the winter Olympics almost equally. Uh, what about you, D? Are you into the Winter Olympics? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the Olympics are one of those things where I don't. I've never like targeted a certain sport to watch, but I'll turn it on and just definitely just watch sort of the spectacle right. of it. It's funny. We yeah. we always joke that you know nobody cares about figure skating, but then when the Olympics are on, man, oh my gosh, you got Dude. you got diehards. That's one of the things I was watching for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we'll talk a little bit more about that too. And I have to delve into the soccer world a little bit here. I might be flying solo a little bit, but you know, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it because it's a World Cup year also, and everybody knows that in the whole rest of the world, it's almost bigger than the Olympics. Many places, it's even bigger than the uh, the summer or winter Olympics combined. Uh, but in the U.S., when the World Cup comes around. Uh, all of a sudden, soccer gets back on people's radar a little bit. And it's already started. I've seen people dipping their toe in on ESPN. I yeah. even had Stephen A. Smith talking about uh, the U.S. men's national team, soccer team. And so we'll, we'll talk. I'll, I'll, I'll just touch on soccer a little bit. And not yeah, too, right? I, won't go, I won't go too deep today because it's going to be you know months now before the World Cup, which, by the way, starts later than ever this year because they are having it in the desert. So they're not going to do it during the summer like they usually do. But that, again, that's that's down the road. Uh, we're going to start with the NFL. Uh, our Super Bowl teams are set uh, just the way we predicted it. I was going to say, how did we uh, do? I think I chose the Bills, right? Who'd you take? Yeah, I, don't I, know, I think I chose the Chiefs. And uh, Oh, no, I went with the Rams, didn't I? You went with didn't the Rams. I think you went with the Rams, okay. but I, I, didn't, I didn't believe in the Rams. Uh, even last week, you know, I mean, they had lost six in a row to the 49ers. I don't remember who, I think I was Green Bay. I think I was Chiefs in Green Bay. It's, and even when the playoffs started and Green Bay had a home field advantage, uh, I thought it was a not a clear path, but a, uh, a pretty favorable route to the Super Bowl for them. And that turned out to not be the case. But I got to tell you, even after the playoffs started, even at week two of the playoffs, I think I still didn't, wrap my head around the fact that the Bengals were there. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, yeah, totally a surprise. And um, I have to say, I feel like low key that they're sort of uh, America's sweetheart right now yeah. in terms of uh, being the underdog. And uh, nobody can say a bad thing about Joe Burrows. People love uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah. 
I mean, he's got, he's, a, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's all swagged out on his uh, Instagram. I'm sure you've seen those photos with the black turtleneck and the, <laughs> and the, and the gold chain. Yeah. It's a throwback. Yeah. It's like uh, the, the throwback for sure. Seventies. Like yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let, let's, let me ask. I mean, wh- so who do, who do you got? I mean, in terms, are, are you still a non-believer? And uh, is it that you don't like the Rams, or you no. just don't believe in them? I'm no. It's not that I don't like. You know, it, I don't dislike the Rams. You know, I mean, sort of agnostic about the Rams. You know what I mean? And uh, it, it's, I just for so, for whatever reason, I didn't think. I don't know if it was because they hadn't lived up to expectations year after right. year after year now, as, except when they went to the Super Bowl, what, three years ago? Uh, besides that, right. you know, besides that little <laughs> little thing that they went to the Super <laughs> That Bowl. little blip, yeah. Yeah, uh, because I feel like every year it's been, again, the Rams are going to make another run, and they just haven't. And I, I, and I wasn't a big believer in Matthew Stafford, I have to admit. I didn't think he was a big upgrade on Jared Goff, and not that I was big on Jared Goff. I, I thought that people were putting a little too much stock in, in uh, the Matthew Stafford upgrade. Uh, but you know, and I still, you know, what did he, he? I think he was a Pro Bowl selection this season. But I think golf, golf made a, a yeah. Pro Bowl or two. You know, I, 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 and I still am not. You know, I mean, I, maybe you could call it parity, right? I mean, there's they have so mm-hmm. much talent on that team. I, I'm just, I'm still not 100. percent However, that all that being said, uh, I, I think I'm picking the Rams to beat the Bengals uh, for a few reasons. I mean, a lot of it is talent. A lot of it is experience. Uh, and having been there and, and, you know, a lot of veterans and, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but the, the Bengals, they do kind of have that, that team of destiny stink. Team on of them. destiny, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I, I would still, if I was, if I had to bet, I would probably take the Rams. Um, yeah. What about you? Okay. No, that's, a, uh, yeah, I, I, I could understand that perspective. Yeah. You know, for me, it's, um, I, the, the thing that's interesting about the Rams is they they went all in, right? Um, they don't have – I don't think they have a first-round pick until 2024 uh, <laughs> with all these trades and picks up for Vaughn Miller. Right. Um, who else did they sign or, or bring on? Um, yeah, they didn't trade, but they, they picked up uh, OBJ, right? It wasn't a trade, was it? Oh, OBJ. Yeah, no, it wasn't a trade. Um, I mean, it was a- but, yeah, they've, they've – yeah, they sold – oh, uh, to get – Stafford, um, right. they traded oh, for yeah. Uh, yeah. Stuff, yeah, yeah. So they are all in. I mean, they they are, you know, there's certain approaches in terms of building through the draft. You know, sprinkling in a little a, a little free agency. They they're on the other end of the spectrum. They're they're trying to they're trying they're doing whatever they can. You know, to to win it now because right. their window is is so small. Right. Um, you know, the one area I think they, that they can, you know cause a lot of trouble for the Bengals is um, their D line, their pass rush versus uh, the Bengals O line, which is a known issue. Burroughs, I mean, is a tough dude. He's taken a, a beaten. I think he had over 50 sacks this year. Right. Um, and I used on that first seen, round. Sorry, yeah. They haven't even seen Aaron Donald yet. Uh, yeah. And I mean, that guy might be the best player football player in the league. Uh, Aaron Donald. Um but I will say this: I think their offense can keep up with the Rams. And uh, just to make it interesting, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Like you said, team of destiny. Yeah. Can't bet against Burroughs. You know he's got a cigar waiting in his locker room, <laughs> ready to fire it up for that post game picture. 
So I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think it's going to be a good. It's going to be a lot closer than uh, what we might anticipate. I'm ex- I'm expecting an entertaining Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean the people have been, including me, you know, have been underrating the Bengals this whole time. I mean, I during the season they weren't on my radar all the way into the playoffs. I mean, I, sort of, you know, I saw them there, yeah. but I didn't. I didn't give them the time of day type of thing, you know. And it, I just. Um, it's tough, and I maybe that's part that's clouding my whole outlook here. This that because you know they, <laughs> uh, I I just haven't let them in. You know I haven't uh, haven't I, I don't know why, but well, there's no shame think, in saying it, man. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that uh, the home field advantage has uh, any is is any a factor? I mean, Tampa had it last year, two seasons in a row that well, we've got yeah, the same team. I mean, isn't that crazy? I, I could have sworn we probably had a conversation at one point in time, uh, 15, 20 years ago, being wondering about like, will a, will a home team in the Super Bowl or will a team in the Super Bowl ever play a home game? Right. Like, and now we've got two two of them in a row. Right. It was which is of crazy. Like a, it was this untouchable or unreachable, uh, you know, fantasy. For right. Many years. Like, well, you know, the Saints weren't going to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. The, Charger, the Chargers weren't going to go to the Super Bowl. The, the Texans weren't going to go to the Super Bowl, right? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you know the Cowboys. I don't even need to mention the Cowboys. But come uh, on, the, <laughs> well, well, the, Dolphins, well, it, the Dolphins weren't going well, to go to the Super Bowl. But the, the, they, the they, odds they tried to have it right. They had it at Ford Field once. I mean, the Lions yeah. really, you know. Well, that, well they, you have to. If you were a, a betting person, you'd have to put money on the Saints because they played the, the Super Bowl in the in uh in uh. Yeah. State Stadium, uh, what the dome? The, yeah, the, the dome, dome, like so seven or eight times the Superdome, right. yeah. But it's an interesting question because I actually don't think it's going to have that much of an impact as you might think. Because number one, Super Bowls just in general, those tickets go out to like uh, corporate sponsors. Right. Not that many. They're not. Fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there will be real fans there. But number two, just let's just say this was a regular season game between these two teams at in L.A. Is it SoFi Stadium? So far, yeah. What's the name of? Yeah, it, the the running joke is in LA is like those stadiums get overran by the opposing team's fans. Like, right? Uh, there's not a strong contingent of, of at least in attendance uh, on a weekly well, basis at SoFi, unless the so, team is successful, right? I mean, once a once a something hits, I mean, I tell you what, in 2002, I was living in LA in 2002, and suddenly there were about a million or two new Angels fans when they went to the <laughs> World Series against the Giants, right? I mean, it, the, I, I've never met an Angels fan in my entire life. I've lived in L.A. for, you know, many years. I've never met an Angels fan. I mean, I've met Clippers fans, more Clippers fans than I have Angels fans. Somehow, right. when the Angels yeah. went to the World Series, they were everywhere. There were flags, you know, car, those car window flags. There were outfits, you know, there were hats, Everywhere. And that's how it's going to be down there now for the Rams because nobody cared about the Rams, like you said, especially the Chargers. I mean, they they didn't yeah. have any fans around L.A., but at least the Rams had some fans. Uh, yeah. But now they're in the Super Bowl, and so you're going to see well, it step out for them. Yeah, I mean, there there will be there will certainly be some of that. But, you know, the Rams just played the Niners. Um, yeah. <laughs> in, the, in their home field, and there was a sea of red. Uh, at yeah. that stadium, so they had to limit tickets. Um, I think I I saw something about that. They had to they had to uh, monitor resale. Yeah, 
right? Because right. they didn't want people reselling their tickets to Niners fans. <laughs> right. So when you add add in the fact that, you know, Super Bowl uh, attendees typically are, are you know, there's going to be a large, you know, faction of uh, corporate sponsors and right. uh, whatever, um, non, non like hardcore football fans that will go to attend the Super Bowl just because of the spectacle of it. Yeah. So you add that to, to what's already going on over there. I think, I don't know if it'll be as big as of a deal as it would yeah. in, a, in another stadium. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I, I think though, that also the, I feel like I've seen an article or somebody, you know, you got a lot of uh, stats people, stats geeks in sports these days. And I feel like I saw an article not too long ago about the kind of deterioration of home field advantage, uh, uh, especially being especially true in the NFL. Uh, I think there yeah. are certain probably places like you know Lambeau uh, for Green Bay and and uh, probably Denver you know these places that have conditions that are, you know can really affect you probably is a little bit different. They probably have a little more of a home field advantage, uh, but I feel like the the it it has evened out as much as it ever had before. Well, yeah, and add in add in the fact that I mean look at all these these new sort of um, you know online ticket center, ticket hubs. I mean, you know, 20 years ago, you couldn't just say, oh, uh, you know, let's let's catch a flight to Green Bay and we'll pick up some tickets online. We'll just order some tickets. You couldn't do that. Nowadays, I mean, it's just the press of a button. So that that's much easier. And um, yeah, I mean, I think that plays a huge role. All right. Well, you uh, you're taking the Bengals. I'm taking the Rams. Going with the Bengals. Uh, Gentlemen's wager. I'm not putting any money on that. No not this Super Bowl. <laughs> oh no! All right. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll stick with the NFL quickly here uh, because it, this is a big thing that we should at least mention. Uh, uh, Tom Brady made his retirement official after after it was leaked or something. I don't know. Yeah. There it was. Uh, it was announced, and then he said, "Well, I've, I haven't totally decided yet." You know, he maybe he didn't have all his ducks in a row or whatever, but uh, it's official. Brady has retired. Um, I mean, we don't really even need to discuss his legacy, right? I mean, it, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, set in stone. So, I don't know. I don't know. Any thoughts? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, definitely. Number one, it must suck, you know, in this day and age that you can't, you can't even break the news yourself. Like, someone's <laughs> rushing to break the you news for you. can't even think about something without right. thinking. Yeah. But, I mean, I, you know, I, it's one of those things, like, very few players in any sport, um, you know, with him, I, I was not a Brady fan. I, I wasn't a hater. I just, he was just always sort of ever present, sort of like LeBron. Yeah. Um, like I'm not a LeBron hater, just never, you know, not a huge fan. Um, not a follower, not a fanboy. Right. But, you know, when Brady retired, kind of left like me feeling a certain type of way, man. Like just kind of like, oh, that's a, that's the end of an era. Right. You know, he's been in the league. Like he's been in my life in terms of football. Uh, you know, fanship like for the past twenty plus years. Exactly. So yeah, and uh, and it's always something when like you can honestly say that that guy is whether you want to say he's the best football player ever, he's definitely the best quarterback ever, or at least the more most decorated. Um, so when he's when he you know when he's when he when he left the game, I mean it's 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 left a huge void and uh, yeah. and. Uh, yeah. So, but you know, I, he's, he's living a fantastic life and he's not feeling sorry for himself. I'm sure. No. Yeah. He could have retired any year in during the last, you know, five, six years or what, you know, 
and it and it, it essentially we would be talking the same way about him, right? Um, right. Yeah, and the band even won a, what two more Super Bowls in that time? At least one more, I think. I don't remember, but yeah. uh, you know, I think that, like you said, if you want to talk about the best football players ever, uh, even uh, you know, you can limit it to quarterbacks, and that makes it easier. But if you want to talk about the best football players ever, sure, I mean, you can you can make a case for a lot of people, a lot of players, uh, I, but I don't think anybody has a stronger case than Tom Brady does. Um. And I'm like you. I'm like you. I I wasn't a big fan. I you know I didn't I wasn't I didn't think it. You know everybody was wrong about him, or I didn't think that. Uh, Just I, indifferent. I don't know. I, yeah, I thought yeah. he kind of got maybe got more credit than he deserved. You know, early on, and you know, but then as time went on, it it got harder and harder to to uh, you know to deny what you were seeing and what what was happening and what he was doing, and sure. I. I sent you a, you know, I don't know if you remember, but I sent you that little graphic about uh, his record versus, you know, he's the only person I think that has played against every single other NFL team or every single NFL team. Mm-hmm. I think that there's some, some stat like that. Like he's the only player ever to have played against, started against every single other NFL team, or, you know, or sorry, every single NFL team because he went, he ended up playing against the Patriots. Uh, and he doesn't oh, have a losing record against any of them. He's at least yeah fifty percent, and you know again, uh, some of them he's only played a couple of times, uh, but he has a winning record against almost all of them, uh, except for what two, three, or four of them. And that, and those three or four, he's got a 50, 50 record. It's like one and one. Well, oh, I, I have it here. He's one and uh, one against the Cardinals, right? Two and two against the Seahawks. Five and five against the. Um, Saints and nine and nine against the Broncos and everybody else he has a winning record against. Uh, I know for a fact he's six oh, and zero oh against the Cowboys. He's six and zero oh against the Cowboys, ten and zero oh against the Falcons. Wow, which is pretty amazing. But this one baffles. It's he's thirty three and three against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've seen that stat actually. Yeah, that yeah that rings a bell. You know, well, you know I, it's crazy. It's, it's no, numbers like that. Just these numbers alone that we're talking about are already amazing. Well, dude, you can look at any, you could just look at his stat sheet. I mean, I think he's got over 80,000 yards. Uh, he's got like <laughs> yeah. something close to like 600 TDs. Um, it's just, it's just amazing. Um, you know, but not only uh, is Brady, you know, retiring, but also, you know, a star and a, and a, uh, you know, one of the, one of the well-known, most well-known QBs of the last two decades, Roethlisberger, right. Um, yeah. To a lesser degree uh, is retiring too. So it's really, uh, you know, sort of changing of the guard in the NFL. Uh, sure. And, uh, you know, Rogers is, I'm guessing he's probably going to at least play another year or two. Seems like um, Yeah. But once he retires, I mean, I mean, it, I think we're in good hands, though. I think we've got sure. a lot of, uh, you know, new young talent. Um, I mean, Mahomes might be—he's probably the early-on favorite in terms of how his career ends up. You know, yeah. maybe challenging some of Brady's records. Yeah, it looked like Russell Wilson, you know, was uh, mm-hmm. an early candidate for that. Yeah, Mahomes. I mean, uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, are, it's pretty generally agreed that uh, he's a special quarterback and will continue to be. 
Uh, yeah, Roethlisberger, I think he probably held on a couple seasons too many. <laughs> uh, you know, honestly. And Br- Brady's sort of the opposite. Like, it seems like he could go another season, uh, which is amazing. I mean, Brady is, he's our age, right? He, uh, yeah. I think he's about six months or so younger than us. Um, it, I can't even imagine, life- I can't imagine running up a hundred yard football field. You know, no, that's not true. I could do that. But uh, taking the hits that he takes and, you know, training the way he trains, I mean, it's pretty amazing at uh, at his age and it, that he's been doing it this long and this consistently. Take a look at his, his the numbers he put up last year as a 44-year-old uh, QB. Well, he's, I mean, he's an MVP candidate, right? I mean, yeah. he's up there. He's in a conversation for MVP. I mean, imagine Rodgers and, and Brady, right? Yeah, imagine throwing for 5,300 yards, um, 43 touchdowns, just 12 interceptions, um, and going 13 and four in your last season, and then hanging them up. I mean, right. most I, I guess what I'm used to is sort of like what the path like Roethlisberger or Philip Rivers went down, where they're just you know you can see the wheels starting to fall off. Right, they start you know losing losing a lot of oomph off the fastball, so right. to speak. Um, but Brady's right. just looked like I mean, my gosh, right. that's an MVP season. Yeah, and if he's is. not MVP, he's a runner-up, right? Yeah, exactly. It's pretty amazing. So, yeah, yep. Uh, you know, I think we're lucky. I mean, it's we saw Michael Jordan. I mean, we were younger, but uh, you know, Tom Brady. We saw Tiger Woods. Although a lot of people will say Jack Nicholas, right? Best golfer ever, still. Uh, yeah. You know, we've got these tennis players duking it out for the most majors. I mean, it, it's a it's a good time to be a sports fan and seeing this this sort of all time greatness. <sighs> Well, uh, I know the next guy. Pinnacle. Yeah, I think the next guy I'm going to be feeling this type of way about is uh, LeBron when he retires. Although I'm hearing that he's open to the idea of going to another team. Yeah, uh, I shouldn't say I'm hearing as if I've got an insider. Uh, <laughs> I'm reading that uh, he's willing to go to another team outside the Lakers to uh, play with his, uh, his son, Bronny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his goal. I, I think it's been a kind of an open secret for the last few years that – that's what he wants to do. He wants to try to play a season with Bronny, uh, you know, and I mean, it might That'd be, be amazing. Yeah. I, obviously I'm, I don't think anything like that has happened before uh, with a father and a son. We see, and we've seen it. We've baseball. seen it in baseball. Yeah. So why not? Yeah. Let's see it yeah. in basketball. I don't think it's happened in basketball. Right. Right. I mean, you got a lot of second generation players, especially right now uh, playing really well, but, yeah, those those basketball careers generally uh, sort of uh, you know decline. Before well, there was uh, happen. It was Michael Jordan and then uh, Harold Miner, baby Jordan. <laughs> I forgot about that. Forgot. Not not related. Right. Not right. really. Not the same thing. Okay. Not exactly, but it's that's as close as we've come. I think. So good. <laughs> Glad you pointed it out. All right. Before we get out of the NFL, though, let's uh, let's quickly. You know, we we touched on a couple of these. Uh, uh, players and it's it's probably too early to speculate a little bit. I mean, the draft is what in June. Um, when are you talking NBA or no NFL? We're sticking to NFL. April. 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 Sorry, April. Yeah. yeah, I was I had NBA on the brain there, uh, yeah. but uh, we're going to see some trades. I think we it's generally uh, acknowledged or or uh, it's uh, I think people are are have come to the conclusion that. Jimmy Garoppolo is likely on his way out of San Francisco. 
yeah. he kind of even said his goodbyes after that, he did. Uh, yeah. that playoff loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and a lot of teams are looking for quarterbacks now. I mean, yeah, uh, you know. So where does he go? And you you also uh, t- mentioned Aaron Rodgers. Uh, if he hangs on and plays another season or two, I mean, can you? Would the Green Bay Packers trade him? Let's talk about those two. I don't know if they can trade him. I don't know. I don't think he's under contract. I'd have. We. I mean, if there's only some sort of uh, way to find that out for uh, yeah, for Rogers, <laughs> did he? That you really? They, I thought that he was uh, out of contract last season, but you think they signed him to a one year? I think it was a one year deal. Um, I could look that up quickly, but um, yeah, I don't. Well, I'll just. I think that's almost inconsequential. I don't think he's going to be in Green Bay one way or the other next year. Mm. Okay. Um, I think he's okay. Yeah, and well, that makes um, this conversation a little juicier. Where uh, let's start with him then. Where where would you think yeah. he would or should end up? So you know, as you know, he's uh, married to. Uh, uh, Hollywood actress Shailene Woodley or right. Shailene Are they Woodley married? Rogers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe they're married or they're engaged. I'm pretty sure they're married. Okay. Um, but with that said, she has a home in Colorado mm-hmm. and the Broncos are looking for a QB. Yes, they are. Um, and Rogers just sold. I saw, I feel like I'm on a, uh, TNC or something. Um, t- uh, Rogers, <laughs> you do have an inside sleuth, sleuthing. Yeah, uh, Rogers sold his his uh, California, Southern California home in San Diego um, recently. So it could be that um, they're looking for, you know, it just you you start putting the tea leaves together, and mm-hmm. it makes sense because I know Denver is not moving forward with Br- Bridgewater or Locke as their QB, right? Um, you know, if they have a chance to acquire Rodgers, I think they make the move. There was also some scuttlebutt that maybe the Titans would be interested, um, but the Titans recently came out and said that um, Tannehill is going to be their QB um, next year. Yeah. Well, I'm sure if uh, there was a chance to get Aaron Rodgers, they might rethink that. I'm not sure. You know, I, I, who knows? Uh, <laughs> if you're going to say, well, we could have Aaron Rodgers or – Brian Tannehill. Tannehill. Run it, run it back with Tannehill. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean they did well, but they ended up. They had they were the number one seed in the AFC, right? But they were. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you would uh, you would de- decline that opportunity. Uh, okay, okay. I like. I, it's funny because I was thinking Denver too, and I don't remember why. I, I sort of put the pieces together. You know, it worked with Peyton Manning, uh, John Elway, uh, the quarterback whisperer, or whatever. And and made it happen, and it for some reason it kind of fits. I can kind of it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. the the other question is Jimmy Garoppolo, and you know I I it'd be a tough act to follow down in Tampa Bay. Although I feel like they don't they I feel like the Tom Brady era for Tampa Bay felt like more of just a like a gift that fell in their lap. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? and I don't feel like they had that strong of a connection. And whatever happens after, uh, I don't think that they'll hold somebody to the Tom Brady standard, obviously. And so uh, I think the I think they might. Uh, I think Garoppolo might be a fit there in uh, in Tampa Bay. In Tampa, interesting, interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's as 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 good a guess as any. Um, 
there's so many there's so many teams that could use a QB, but you just have to kind of figure out if Garoppolo's their flavor. Yeah, um, I don't see him in Pittsburgh. You know, uh, there's a few. Yeah, there's a handful of teams that are going to be going after a quarterback. Uh, Dude, is is Cam Newton done? Oh yes, I think he's another one that's been done for a couple years. But I don't think he knows it. Right. I, I don't think he knows it yet. I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Where does he end up? Oh, is uh, they gonna be I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. He he. I mean, he was out of the league. You know, until the the uh, the uh, until Anderson. Belichick threw him a lifeline right last season. So I, I think he's gonna end up out, and no, then no, no. somebody will pick him up. Uh, no. <laughs> He Belichick threw him a lifeline in 2020. He got right. cut, and then picked up by the Panthers this year. Immediately picked up again. Yes, I I know, but he was out of the league before that. Oh, for a year. Yeah. yeah. And so I yeah. I don't see him. Uh, I I think that I don't think people are going to put any stock in him up front. Uh, you know, maybe if they need a backup. You know, if they if they have an open position and are really in need, that's different. But I don't think people are going to say, hey. I want Cam Newton to come in and and uh, compete for a job. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, man. He we, we could see we could speaking of quarterbacks. Sorry, I just realized we also could see uh, an opening in Seattle, right? I mean, it was not yeah. we're not hearing things like we did last season where uh, Russell Wilson was getting a little antsy and and uh, you know they yeah. had some questions, some hard questions for the franchise. But you know, there's another one and. It's it's going to be an interesting offseason, man, because I, there's going to be some heavy hitters moving around the league. I mean, yeah. Wilson, uh, Rodgers, obviously, yep. uh, at least in my opinion, he's he's not going to be playing in the Packers. Well, another year. and some big jobs, like you said, some big time. I mean, the Pittsburgh quarterback job that's a, that's those are big shoes to fill. It's a big legacy to to uh, you know come in and try to fill in, and it's uh, it's a it's an inter- they have it's a winning team. You know, Mike Tomlin, who by the way doesn't get enough credit for being a really, really good coach. I don't think people don't talk about him enough. Um, it's, it'll be, a good, that, that's yeah. a big job. It's a big job. Yeah. Uh, well, what, what is it with the, uh, with hockey? They have the, um, what do they call it? The power eight or what is it? The original eight, original six, the original, um, Canadian teams or the original teams that are in the league. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's a term for it, um, for okay. sort of those classic teams or, you know, that I think I'll have to look it up. But I think, yeah, Pittsburgh is one of those legacy franchises in, um, yeah, in football, for sure. For, for, for sure. Green Bay, uh, Jaguars, uh, Titans. No. Um, Commanders. Yeah. <laughs> Command. What do you think of the new unis? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think I saw the. The unis. I don't think I saw the, the the uniform images. I just, uh, I think we brought this up on the pod before because this uh, it had leaked. You know, somebody got a photo through a window or something, right? Of the uh, the commander's yeah. name and logo and uh, you know word yeah. mark on a on a up on a blackboard or something in their stadium or headquarters or whatever. Uh, so uh, we don't we don't need to go into it, but uh, you know. It, it's a it's same with I think the same as before I don't uh, I'm sure the uniforms are fine <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen them they you know they I like that they kept the colors and and uh, it would have been weird if they changed 
everything. Uh, but yeah, had, I like, like, like just going another direction with colors. Yeah, they had a good color scheme that was uh, kind of iconic for them. You know, it was recognizable. Yeah. The, and so it's, uh, and I'm glad that they worked it in. And But otherwise, it's kind of like, oh, good. Okay, here we go. It's the commanders now. Yeah, they're not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen the photo. They've got like three different unis. Okay, um, good. You'll have to check it out. Yeah, I will. Offline. I will. And they did, so they didn't screw it up is what you're saying. Because you know, yeah, I don't think so. I, yeah, I mean, there's. It seems like in today's age, like anything comes out new, it's like the cool thing to do is just have oh, a uh, slander, you yeah. know, a, a, just a negative bodily reaction to it. And um, I don't think it's. I just don't think it's as bad as people are making it out to be. But yeah. oh yeah, I see them. No, they look good. Yeah, I there's mean, certain aspects I don't like, but it doesn't mean the whole thing's trash. No, I think that they look about uh, like I expected them to look or like they should look. Oh, the the black one is interesting, though. Black with just the yellow. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I like them. They, they, and it, what I like about it is it kind of looks like we've had that for years already. Like it doesn't look new. Maybe it's because of the colors or they didn't try to do anything weird and different or, you know, flashy or splashy. They yeah. just, they just, uh, to me, it's just like an evolution and it, and it works. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Good for them. All right. Well, should we, uh, should we switch, uh, uh, ball switch, shape, switch ball yeah. shape to round and, uh, talk about NBA, our bread and butter here. You know, Let's it's, it. uh, it's a weird time in the NBA, uh, because, that the trade deadline is coming up. And so there's sort of this kind of sense of, uh, I don't want to say unease, but it's, uh, there's like a, a state of flux, right? Like things feel a little weird and, and not, and unsettled, uh, for a lot of these teams. Like, will he go, is this guy going to get traded or what, you know, this team, are they going to tank? Are they going to, are they going to, they going to, uh, you know, start the rebuild. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, but it's kind of fun that way too. Uh, you know, you're seeing what teams are, are have decided that this is not their year, uh, and what teams are going all in. And we do we did see a trade today that I feel like is reflective of a team that says, "Hey, this is this is our time. We need to take advantage of it." Uh, with the Cavaliers in the East, but yeah. first, let's talk this this big Blazers Clippers trade. We don't have to talk about it too much because it actually was not. It's not. None of these trades are are earth shattering yet. Uh, we haven't seen Ben Simmons, you know. We haven't seen any superstar players uh, get traded uh, like we have uh, before the deadline a couple of seasons in a row here. But the Blazers and Clippers, I, it's a weird one. And around, you know, around here in Portland, people are hating it. People really are unhappy for the most part. Uh, but to me, it's pretty clear that the reason they did this trade, and I wouldn't call it a rebuild you know, kind of trade. It's sort of, uh, uh, I, although it, it's kind of in that direction, although they insist they're not doing a rebuild, right? I, it, but it's clear that it's to get the team under the salary cap. Uh, they're in out of the, uh, out of the uh, tax penalty. And that's, that was their priority here. Uh, but I don't know. It, 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 it well, seems no, like there has to be something else coming because this does, if they're talking about making a run still with Lillard, this does not get them closer to doing that. Well, can you name the players first of all? 
So they shipped out Norman Powell, who they just signed to a new contract in the offseason. Uh, Norman Powell, by the way, is a good player. He's a he's a quality piece, although he's the same size as Lillard and C.J. McCollum and Anthony Simons. He, he's sort of an undersized wing, uh, but he's a tough defender and a decent shooter. And uh, it, he didn't have a huge contract, but it was a pretty pretty good you know kind of mid sized contract. And right. then they shipped out uh, Robert Covington, who mm. he he's bounced around you know which to me. Is, he's uh, a mercenary. He exactly, and and there's there's a reason for that. You know, it's uh, he. It, it's kind of telling that teams haven't hung on to him longer. Yeah. Um, and I I like a lot of his game, but he's sort of a controversial not controversial, but he he sort of is a uh, a player that splits a lot of opinions because he he he's you don't want him to dribble the ball. Like he, it's amazing. Like he's an NBA player, and he's uh, he's a poor ball handler. You know, sort of. Uh, you know, he can't create his own shot. Uh, he's probably one of the lowest in the NBA at creating his own shot. However, he's a good teammate. He's kind of a glue guy. He's a good team defender. He's not a he's not an, a really good one on one defender, but he will defeat. He will he will elevate your team defensive scheme, right? Yeah, and he has become he has rounded into a decent enough shooter. But again, so he's not even a, like a great three and D guy. He's a, like a real niche specialist. Uh, yeah, and it didn't work out here, and so I wasn't surprised. And he he makes pretty good money too. He's a veteran. He's been around. Uh, he I think he got a big contract in Houston, and so that's what he's on. And so uh, they shipped him out too. They shipped out two kind of biggish contracts, and then they got uh, Eric Bledsoe back. Uh, which right. is a he's kind of a make like they you know it wasn't working in in uh, L.A. for him. They traded him to the Clippers. Sorry, did we even mention that the Clippers? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Bledsoe and then uh, Justice Winslow and uh, I want to say Keon Johnson. Thank you, Keon, Keon Johnson, Johnson, who was their their first round draft pick. Who's an interesting piece, but and then uh, I think a second round pick got thrown in, which is fine. But if you talk about what they got back what they traded away and what they got back, it seems like a classic rebuild kind of trade. You know, they got well, young talent, they, they got a throwaway veteran contract, they got young talent and a draft pick for two veterans on higher contracts. And that that's a rebuild trade. Well, definitely. And I mean, if you have to think Lillard at his age, McCollum, same deal, like you would think they would be in a win now mentality you know, mode, but exactly. these moves don't, these moves don't, don't move the needle at all right. in terms of uh, improving the team. So you have to think that these are just sort of uh, the hallmarks of, you know, getting ready to deal maybe uh, Lillard and McCollum. You would think like so. Like you said, and, a rebuild. Yeah. And they keep insisting both Lillard and the Blazers keep insisting that they are in it to win it together. Uh <laughs> You know, and I, it's, that's not what this, like you said, that's not what these kind of moves signal to anybody. Uh, Lillard is out probably for the season. Uh, so that, that could be that they're saying, Hey, we're going to, we're going to have, you know, take a mulligan on this season. And, you know, it's always easier to make uh, moves in the off season. I would say maybe not always easier, but there are probably more big moves to be made during the off season. 
and so maybe that's what they're banking on. Like, hey, we're going to try to set ourselves up for making a couple big moves this during this off season and running it back next year, and you know, giving ourselves a chance next season. It's definitely not with with Lillard. With Lillard, that that maybe. I mean, that's because that's the, that's what they keep saying. And again, that would be the Lillard that would be. That would be the only way. You, and I don't even know if that is such an attractive destination anymore with Lillard. What is he going to oh, be, 34 next year? No, it is famously not a destination for free agents. I mean, Maybe if you're a foodie. They're, they're, even then, every city's got good food now, man. They, they, uh, it's it's famously not. And I, I don't know why exactly. Uh, because it seems like a lot of players come here and like it and, and end up you know, planting roots. Right. Um, you know, not all of them, but a lot of them do, and including Lillard. You know, he he moved a lot. A lot of his family is here. He's always said, no matter where I end up in the NBA, I'm gonna live in Portland when I'm done playing. Yeah, um, and so it it somehow it you know it 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 may, it does it for some certain people, uh, but not. It's just again, it's it's famously not a place that free agent, big time at least, free agents want to go. And so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You can't, but you, well, a, you can't bank on that, but B, uh, you don't have a lot of real assets that you're going to get big returns on if you're not talking about trading Lillard. And again, it's, I don't know. It, it, it's, well, let's see what else they do. I mean, they, maybe they'll make another move before Thursday. Um, maybe they're just going for the tank. But again, that's a rebuild move. Uh, you don't you don't try to get yourself in the lottery unless you're you know looking to rebuild. Yeah, I mean they're they're in a in a tough spot. We've talked about this on multiple podcasts, but they're in a rock and a hard place. And and I just don't I don't think they have many moves uh, available to them to improve the team markedly. No, a so, lot of people would love to have a player like CJ McCollum. Uh, mm-hmm. He's on not, a, not that salary though. Exactly, he's on a humongous contract, and you know, if you could trade away Yukasov Nurkic, I think he would help some teams. He's a pretty decent big man. He has got some, you know, unique skills, and he's he's he can he can play. Uh, but uh, then, what do you do? You don't have a center really anymore. Uh, they don't have yeah. a backup. So, you know, I, it's it's uh, they're. It has the chips have not fallen their way. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. They've had some hard luck with injuries and uh, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, they did just change their GM. You know, I mean, this 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 is sort of uh, it's it's gotten to this point. It has devolved into this point. Nobody is really surprised, and uh, it's not like nobody saw this coming. So uh, yeah. So here we are. Well, well let's yeah. let's, let's talk, talk about, about a few people. other teams. Yeah. Well, let's yeah, let's talk about the Lakers if you don't mind. No, let's do it. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're, they're coming off a win, I think, just last night. But yeah, well, they sat, yep, and they sat Westbrook that 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 in that overtime period. Um, where what's the deal with him? Is he going to get moved? Um, and is there a move that they can uh, make um, prior to the d- trade deadline to improve the, the team? Uh, I don't think Westbrook gets moved. He's, I don't know how you could move him at this point, especially the, with the, given the way he's been performing and he's been playing okay. Again, he's it. it we have it, it's all relative, right? I mean, he's not 
mm-hmm. been the superstar that Russell Westbrook has been throughout his career. Um, and so, and he doesn't fit on a lot of teams. Uh, and a lot of people would say that includes the Lakers. Uh, and a lot of people would say that includes a couple of the teams he'd been on in the last couple of years. So, uh, no, I, you know, I don't think they can trade him. And I don't think that they, I think it would be tough for them to turn around and trade him after, uh, anyway, even if there was a market for him and to, to sort of admit that it was a, just a bad swing and a miss. Uh, I think that they still believe, including LeBron, including Russ, I think that they still believe that they could get it together and, you know, beat some teams in the playoffs that they need to beat. Uh, they What is it? They've played something that with Anthony Davis, Westbrook, and LeBron, they've played like 15 or 16 games together totally. Yeah, it's a minimal number of games for uh, sure. You know, which isn't to say that if they get more, then all of a sudden they'll be dominant, you know? Uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it seems like it's not, like the chemistry isn't there or the, you know, the, the, uh, the compatibility isn't there. So at least not to the level that they hoped it would be. Let's put it that way. What right do they, middle, what do they need? The conference team. Well, um, <laughs> like put tough. it, no, put it, Put it, putting names aside, like what do they need? Like, do they need a scoring? Yeah, they need a scoring guard. They need shooting. They need shooting, like a lot of teams, right? I, which is interesting because you see a lot of teams, like the Miami Heat or uh, even the Bucks, or you know, a lot of these teams have like five or six really good shooters, you know. And it's not like they're some kind of mystery, you know, scarce commodity that nobody can find. I mean, they're out there. Uh, and it's, I don't know, it, it's, uh, maybe they can't all play the kind of defense that, you know, people would love them to, but when you pick up a, somebody like Kent Bazemore, who talk about mercenary, he's not even a mercenary. He's just a filler on a, on a roster. You know, he was, he was on the Warriors with their losingest season a couple years ago. He was on the Blazers. <laughs> when they were, uh, you know, uh, consistently underperforming. Uh, he had a couple good years when, when Atlanta was surprising playoff team a few years ago. But uh, when you, to me, that was a sign uh, that they just can't find the people that they need to find. Uh, and that includes Wayne Ellington also. I mean, what are you doing picking up Wayne Ellington when you got young athletic wings available? I don't know. Uh, I think they're they're putting a little too much stock in experience. They they didn't want to put young guys around that uh, veteran core, and I think that cost them. I think they what they needed was a little bit of youth and and uh, dynamism. Uh, and you're kind of seeing it. This uh, this rookie Austin Reeves, who wasn't even drafted, he went to Oklahoma, uh, has some of the tools that they need to complement that big three. Right? He's kind of a three and D guy kind of a classic 3 and D guy. And, and all of a sudden, the fan base loves him. He's getting playing time, uh, you know, some of it due to injuries, but he fits what they need. And, and uh, that they, I, I, I think that they just got the, the, the mix wrong. Uh, really and feels- even doing as well as they're doing, what are they, like uh, eighth or something in the eighth in the West, I think, somewhere in the play-in. Yeah. And, it really uh, feels like they, they just... 
Sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. They just, they, I think they got the Knicks wrong. They might try to make a move. Uh, I don't know who would trade with them or what they would give up at, that would improve them at this point. Uh, I think that they just have to cross their fingers and hope that the big three finds a way to get it done uh, in, a, in, a, you know, in a more successful way from here on out. Yeah, I mean, I, it just really feels like the team was put together on the strength of the names versus how like how compatible uh, and in in terms of roster building, how much sense it made it yeah. would make. Um, it, and I think you're they're seeing the fruits of that, right? Um, so I I just don't see that team um, as assembled now with the three sort of big ticket names on there. Um, I don't see them with that same squad next, next season. No, I think it's going to change in some shape. Well, look at the, I mean, if they're in the play in, right. And they end up in the seventh or eighth seed, then they're going to get the sons of the warriors in the first round. And that's it. It's game over. I mean, they can't beat the sons of the warriors right now. Uh, they could beat a lot of other teams in a seven game series. Maybe, you know, if they really put it together. Yeah. Uh, But the Suns are, are a machine. Right now, they're they're looking surprisingly similar to what the Warriors looked like, you know, five years ago, uh, without quite the level of shooting, you know. But the defensively and and uh, it's pretty amazing the way they execute. Yeah. It's like every play, it, they're just it's it's like clockwork. Uh, everybody's yeah. bought in, and it kind of quietly for the Lakers. Quietly, the number one number one uh, team in the West, and uh, I mean, if you. If you're not paying attention, you might think the Warriors were, um, you know, in the number one spot. But it's actually the Suns. Yeah. But with regard to the Warriors, um, you know, I've been look watching them. Obviously, I'm a fan, but and I'm looking at their roster and just seeing them compete on a night and night night out basis. And I'm a little bit worried that the shoe might drop mm-hmm. come playoff time okay. because they don't they they are not a long team. They don't have right. length. So They've got Kevon Looney. Sorry, yeah. I was going to ask if you think they're going to make a move. Well, that's the thing, and I think it all hinges on uh, Weissman's um, health, and that's been a big mystery because he's was supposed to come back in December, started making some ground, but then he had a setback. He had another surgery to clean out the knee, um, and um, so supposedly he's been doing ind- individual workout, um, but he's not ready for um, scrimmaging. Um, at this point, but if he comes back for the playoff for the playoff run, and there's still time for that, then he could be a difference maker. Not that well, if for nothing else, he can match up with some of the the the, the longer players, uh, you know, on the opponent uh, opponents rosters, because no. you can't just be running Looney out there, right? Um, trying to cover all these dudes, like right. You were talking DeAndre Ayton, right? Jok- uh, Jokic, Jokic. Um, uh, yeah, like you said, Aiton, um, Gobert. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, you could just run it down the line. It seems like every team has at least one, you know, solid, you know, in relation to Looney himself. Um, it's not a good matchup. Although Looney gives you everything he has. He's probably the most unathletic player in the league. <laughs> but he's smart. Um, yeah. And he generally doesn't hurt you. He, right. You just you're not going to get much from him. Right. Um, he doesn't take anything off the table, but he's not adding. Right. Much, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, if Weissman comes back, then I don't think they need to do a trade. But um, I mean, if, if, what are you going to have? If they don't Weisman? get it. 
You know, I mean, you don't know. That's that's a big unknown. I mean, we saw him play obviously uh, last year or some, but I'm not sure after this layoff. I mean, you know, it, it's a lot to ask for for this kid to come in and you know really contribute at the level you need him to in the playoffs after being off. Well, that's. That's what I'm saying, though, is it is so the window for for a red light or green. It's like it's right now. It's a yellow light. You're trying to figure it out. You're you're trying to see where he's at in his uh, rehab versus the time that's still, you know, the regular season. You know, if you determine that he can come back and, you know, get two or three weeks under, you know, of regular season games under his uh, belt and then he can kind of hit his quote unquote stride in the postseason, then. You don't you don't make that trade, but if it's just a mystery as to where when he's going to come back, yeah, I think you got to you might have to you might have to make a trade just for a, a body, just um, to play it safe, right? Just to play it yeah, safe. You don't yeah. know what you're going to have. Yeah, at least you're right. At least if he ran it out for a couple year or a couple weeks, you would know what you were getting, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Do you uh, what would you do? You would you? Are you uh, talking about trading him? I mean, is is he no. marketable? Not not trading him. Um, you'd have to trade picks or something, something you know, future considerations. Um, well, what I don't think it, I, want, what team wouldn't want, yeah. want Toscano Anderson? <laughs> that guy's a a folk hero around here, man. Around these parts, man. You better be careful. Yeah. Uh, wow. yeah um, yeah. So I I I think, man, you'd have to trade picks. Um, I mean, can you give Sorry. up? Is who's is Jordan Poole expendable? Right? I mean, that'd be tough. That'd be tough. Sorry, there's like stuff going on. We'll that's all right. Up, but yeah, it's, um, it's uh, I mean, you have to. I feel like you have to give up a player. Yeah, you got to give something to get something. Yeah. You know, I just love the Warriors' depth, though. Like, right. I don't think they give up Kaminga. Um, no. I agree. Yeah, I mean that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, Poole might be the guy. Um, because you know that's a young talent. He's somewhat proven. Right. Um, um, yeah, that might be a piece that you have to give up along with a pick or something. But yeah. I don't know who you get in return. Maybe you get um, Sabonis um, or uh, a Turner, right? Turner, Miles Turner. Yeah. Because it seems like the Pacers, as uh, we saw today, and we'll mention this, traded Karis Levert to the Cavaliers, which right. to me looks like. The Cavs are saying, "Hey, we need to, uh, you know, strike while the iron's hot here." No. Their defense is—I won't say elite, but their defense is top of the league. You know, near the top of the league, uh, but not their offense, right? They're, uh, yeah. And so you got to say, Karis Levert helps that. Uh, but does that mean? I mean, the Karis Levert was sort of an additional piece for the Pacers. He wasn't part of their team the last few years that they've been sort of consistently mid-playoff mm-hmm. uh, level. Right. Does that signal that they are, uh, you know, in sell mode? We've been hearing about both their big men all season. Yeah, I mean that's been an ongoing, uh, you know, thing, right? That's always right. been in the air. Is Sabonis and Turner, so it yep. seems like it. Yeah. Yep, and uh, a couple of their guards too, right? Uh, well, Justin Holiday is a more like a wing type of player, right? Uh, so yeah, I mean they could be an interesting one, but hey. Uh, we've got a few days to find out. I, so, I mean, what do you think? Yay or nay, the Warriors make a move? I'm going to say nay. Yeah, I mean, they're sitting in the second spot. You got Draymond. Draymond can guard... Uh, uh, 
Well, he's got to get back himself. I mean, yeah. what are they going to end up? They're going to end up with uh, what the the uh, Timberwolves or something in the first round. He can guard Towns. Uh, that's a story, by the way. The Timberwolves Man. sneaking into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A- a- hey, Anthony Edwards is the next guy, right? I remember a few seasons ago, kept hearing little you know mumblings about Giannis. Uh, you know, the Greek freak. Nobody calls him that as much anymore because they just know him now. They know him as right. Giannis. Uh, but you heard about him, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and then, boom, there he was. And uh, even Luka Doncic as a rookie. But uh, it seems like Anthony Edwards is on that. He's kind of one of the next wave. Uh, yeah. People that yeah. People, everybody's good. He's, he's buzzing. Like, wow, this guy is going to be for real. Yeah, yeah. And it's well, you know, it's funny, man, and that you mentioned the, the, the Timberwolves and, and Anthony Towns, but that's when I it really crystallized in my mind. They played uh the, the Warriors about two weeks ago, um ten or twelve days ago, and um you know, the Warriors obviously don't have uh Draymond um health a healthy Draymond right now. And Towns was just going buck on the Warriors. And I was like, this they they, they need help. They yep. can't do it without him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, Edwards, Edwards, Edwards is a beast. I think we talked about him. He reminds me of Michael Finley. I know he reminds you of somebody else, but um, yeah, dude, he's he's, yeah. he's a bigger and more athletic Michael Finley, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's uh, if he can get a three point shot going, then he's going to be just deadly. Yeah, I mean, I've seen. I mean, you've seen him. Some of these highlight real dunks. I mean, they're well, just the insane. Dunks. But he's not only that. I mean, he he start. He's like it's starting to click on offense for him, right? Where he's totally. Yes, yeah. he's, he's seeing the defenses and he's uh, you know making yeah. some plays. And uh, I think he's actually shooting okay already too. He was he didn't yeah. come in as a shooter, uh, but I think he's in the low thirties, which is respectable for right. such a young player. That's what I mean, if he if he can really get a three point shot going, I'm man, it's uh, he's he's uh, he's going to be rough. Yeah. Anyway, uh, love it. Any, anything else? I mean, uh, I don't. I are we going to see a big like a star player? Are we going to see Ben Simmons? Are we going to see? Uh, I think so. Somebody I think move? so. Yeah, you yeah. I don't. It it, it 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 might be Sim. I mean, he's a likely choice, right? Um, although I don't know if he's even ready to play this year. Like, if you get any right. return on that um, for this season, but I, it, yeah, it might be Simmons. Um, but it, I, I would expect one sort of, um, you know, doesn't have to be a superstar, right? I mean, you, you can go down a tier to the to the Sabonis, uh, you know, CJ McCollum, right? Uh, well, you know, I would kind of borderline all star. Yeah, and I would call those big moves to, in my mind. Absolutely, you know, those yeah, are, that's what those I mean. It, it doesn't have to top be fifty a, players, a ultra superstar. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah the, but uh, I, I personally don't think we're going to see one that's going to totally shake up the standings. You know what I mean? I mean, we see we've seen the Cavaliers bring in Karis Levert. I think that strengthens their offense. I, I don't, you know, and I don't think though that they're gonna it, it, it vaults them into the top teams in the in the East just yet. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. They're sort of the Bengals of uh, the NBA for me. You know, I it, it's just I know they've been winning, and the people have been talking about them all season. Uh, I I just can't I I can't wrap my head around the fact that they're that good, and so I'm I'm gonna have to watch them and see what they do here. Hundred percent. All right. Well, before we wrap it up quickly, let's talk about the Olympics, man, because it, they just started. Uh, 
we've got kids. I don't know. Do your kids are they old enough? Do they get it? Do they uh, are they into the Olympics? No, a little too young. They don't get it yet. Although they were, you know, uh, we were watching the uh, women's figure skating, and they were sort of captivated by yeah, what, um, yeah, it's going cool on. To look stuff. at yeah, yeah, yeah. We my boys are all big enough. You know, we watched the uh, opening ceremony, and they were digging it. You know, all these countries and see, see it, <laughs> really, seeing these countries well, and going, wow, this, you know, San Marino. They only have well, one athlete. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this, because we watched a lot of that, too, and it just seemingly went on for days. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> they outlasted me, my boys. I was going, okay, after about the 50th country. Like, yeah, yeah, guys, I, let's see. Let's watch some of the actual events, you know, and they were like, no, I, I want to see what country comes next. I'm embarrassed to say I, there was a few countries on there. I if you asked me if that was the name of a country, I would say no. I, I wouldn't. There were some countries on there I've never even heard of in my life. Yeah. Um, but um, what I was going to ask you is, uh, so you know, they the you know with each country they called them down, and you know all the athletes from that country would walk down and yeah. wave and whatnot. Yeah. And then there was sort of the the uh, the the, the uh, people on the side, right, waving too. Oh, yeah, bouncing and waving. Were they? Were they switching those people out because I, those people? <laughs> I ask the same question. Like these are the athletes. These are the athletes out there. <laughs> these are the real athletes. Yeah, they are out cause... there jumping and waving. I mean, I guess you can't see if they're smiling because they had masks on. But they were yeah. waving. They were bouncing. They were going. And I, I had the same thought. Like, wow, are these people still going? They, it's been like two hours, and they're see still that? just going for it. And they, yeah, they, they, I, I, put I, in I had respect. Oh man. They, uh, they, 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 those must have been the, you know, like the next generation of Olympic athletes in training, or, or else so that was some kind of punishment for in China, right? They, uh, oh, they, yeah, man. <laughs> so, so that's, that's probably been my awesome. biggest takeaway these these first few days. But I'm, <laughs> I, I'm really looking forward to seeing. This is going to be Sean White's last uh, Olympics, yeah. and I'm really uh, pulling for him to, uh, you know get the gold or at least medal um, yeah. for his last Olympics here. So, yeah, you know, it's for me, I like watching just the, the level of talent and, and accomplishment that these athletes, you know, watching stuff. Well, I mean, the curling, notwithstanding, I mean, they, they, it's, they're pretty good at it. Don't get me wrong. They're good at that, but I, it's tough to watch the curling and then watch something like, you know, air skiing, aerial, you know, ski right. downhill, whatever. Right. And, and putting them in the same category, but, uh, you know the speed skaters are just totally amazing. They look like that's always fun to watch. They yeah. always and the speed skate and the, all these people are world class athletes. But those speed skaters and maybe it's because they wear those you know uh, aerodynamic you know skin tight yeah. outfits. But you know the men and the women they, they look like gods. You know they look like statues. Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. like textbook athlete. Uh, yeah. You know physiques and uh, it's crazy. But Adonis. Yeah, but. Uh, you know, I like it just because, man, I, I watch them and go, wow, you know, it's amazing that humans can do these things. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and it's fun. And my kids kind of feel the same way, too. They go, what? Ski jumping, you know, it's, they're like, that, that looks like as close as you could get to actually flying if you were a person. You know? <laughs> they're, they're not wrong. Well, did, you know? you, did you see the opening sort of montage they did where with The Rock where he's talking about like how every, <laughs> every kid has been has heard the phrase, I dare you. Oh yeah. I think I did. Yeah. Like that, like really hit home because that resonated with me. Cause like, yeah, I mean, it's true. Like, uh, you know, there's something about these, these, these athletes, like at yeah. some point in time, they were just like, 
I'm going to compete and I'm going to be the very best at, yeah, I'm going to try to be the very risk, best. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's dangerous. It's risky. And it's, it puts you out there and yeah. And it's, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, it, we, we talked a little bit about that too. It's, it's rough. Uh, you know, we see people falling. It's those like, things like short track speed skating. Somebody yeah. falls almost every race. And yeah. I, you know, you're going, man, how rough would that be? This person has been training every day for years yeah. and years. And they're at the top of their game. This is the pinnacle of their entire life over the last, you know, years and years or, you know, up to this point. And they get there and here they are, they're ready to go. And then, you know, they fall on the first lap. Yeah. And, I mean, how climactic and, you know, again, it comes with the territory. Uh, but man, it's, uh, that you're right. The dedication and the the uh, just what they put into it uh, is also part of it too, right? I mean, these aren't people that are that are weekend, uh, you know, no. warrior type no. of people. I mean, this is this is everything for them, and they put everything into it, including that's, the, that's, the curling people, right? I mean, they're maybe a little yeah. more weekend warrior ish, but they spend yeah. a lot of time when they're out that. in the bar drinking. They're in, yeah, they're, yeah, they're practicing curling, right? Exactly. Right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how the narrative goes. But uh, no, it's fun. I'm glad the Olympics are on. I always enjoy it. And, uh, you know, it's fun. A lot of people don't care. A lot of people are down on it and whatever. But uh, I just like, I like that it's, uh, it is, it is the elite and it's, uh, it's something to behold for me. Pretty much all for the sure. sports. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, anything yes, particularly you mentioned figure skating. Uh, what's uh, you mentioned snowboarding too? The uh, that's fun. I mean, it's fun. It's uh, it's sort of an American thing, uh, you know. I guess originally, but maybe not. Maybe it came from Europe. I don't know. The Alps. I mean, I don't. I don't know enough about snowboarding, but yeah, uh, I thought it was from Jamaica. Um, no, I uh, I'm I'm uh, you know that's kind of the advantage of being a, sort of a casual fan. Like I can just flip it on. I don't know when anything's on. I don't know the right. schedule. I'm not tracking it. I can just turn it on, and if it looks interesting, it could be the luge. Skeleton, right. any of that, I'll 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 start watching it. Yeah, I think that the broadcasters have caught on to that too because their broadcasts aren't sports specific for the most part, right? Yeah. They they just say, hey, we're going to have coverage of you know these five events for the next two hours. Yeah, uh, and they kind of flip between them, and I think people watch all of it, right? Yeah, and it makes sense. Yep, cool, yeah. cool, cool. All right, well, before we go, we're getting along here, but uh, before we go. I just want to mention that it's soccer, and I don't have to go too deep into it. There's time for that, but uh, it, I mean, is soccer even on your radar, even in a World Cup year? Oh, hundred percent, man. Yeah, definitely. But it's got. I, I'm not from. I'm not from the uh, opening kick to the last. You know, so when time expires, I you know I'll start. I'll start watching. It'll get on my radar when uh, you know the United States starts advancing or. Things okay. get interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it a little bit more squarely on your radar this year because it's uh, it's a fun thing. I think soccer should uh, take up a little bit more of the national sporting consciousness than it does. Uh, I mean, there's a reason it's the most popular sport anywhere, and and uh, the you know partly the U.S. we have more options than a lot of countries do, right? Mm-hmm. We the most the, no other country has the NBA. You know, there is basketball out there in uh, Europe and South America and Australia, but it's not the NBA. Uh, almost nobody else. It's it's safe to say pretty much nobody else has American football, right? The NFL, yeah. Canadian Football League notwithstanding. 
right. you know, it, it's uh, these uh, those other sports that are so uh, woven into our our lifestyles and uh, you know right. our society. Baseball, baseball, yeah. exactly. And so uh, it's oh, I, I kind of get yeah. that. Everywhere yeah. else, soccer is it, right? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's uh, I I it deserves more than it. Uh, achieves here, I think. And so uh, it's going to be interesting to see because a lot of people say that this is the most talent that the U.S. men's national team has ever assembled onto a team. The most talent that they've ever had. They have players playing at some of the biggest teams in Europe, you know, which is where the biggest teams in the world are. Uh, And so it should be an interesting run. They're, They're on track to qualify for the World Cup this time, which they didn't do last time. Uh, in 2018, they got knocked out on the last day of qualifying, and so uh, they're on track to qualify. So it's uh, it's going to be something that I'm going to keep coming back to. Um, and you know, yeah. I don't need to talk about MLS soccer that much, uh, you know. But uh, it's it's uh, I might uh, you know just at least mention it. But World Cup soccer year, it's going to be a big one. It should be a big one because then it's in it's in Qatar in the desert this year, but in 2026. Uh, it's come. It's going to be here again in the U.S. Where in L.A.? Or? No, it, they have several. Actually, there's some games in Mexico, some in Canada, and most of them uh, in the U.S. for 2026 Ooh. for the World Cup. And there's, I don't think they've announced all the venues, but you can, you know, they're going to be using NFL stadiums, I think, for the most part, because they need a lot of seats. Nice. And so, you know, That's you can huge. assume there's going to be some in Dallas, some in L.A., some in Santa Clara, right? Some in uh, the New York City, I think they're probably going to have the final, right? Uh, or New yeah. Jersey, New, however you want to look at that. Um, you know, they like to mix it up and, you know, they'll put some, they'll, they might do one in Denver, right? And have some high altitude mixed in or Miami for some humidity. You know, they, they like to do that kind of thing. So um, we'll see. But uh, if this is, to me, this is like a springboard. Uh, it's a big year, young, talented team. Almost all of them are under 23. Or 24. Uh, and so it's a springboard to the 2026 World Cup, but it should be good. And, and, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to stay on you about it. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, man. Um, next time we talk, I think the Super Bowl will have been played. Uh, and so our gentleman's wager will, uh, be fulfilled and, uh, you'll be owing me, uh, something. <laughs> I'm sure. Sounds I'm sure, good. Since I've been betting on the Rams all this time. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Otherwise, uh, you know, we'll have a lot of NBA to talk about, right? There we go. Yeah, trade right. deadline. Thank you, sir. All right, buddy. Nice talking to you. you as take always. it easy. Enjoy the Super Bowl, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Bye, all.